You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome back to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Adwukto. This is Murps. Hello. Hope you guys are doing well. We have snow over here in Virginia. It's a decent amount of snow, but thankfully no work tomorrow. Tomorrow being Monday. Uh, I think for right now, just a few inches, but it's enough to definitely cover everything. Okay. There, there's yeah, I mean, we have like an inch exposed. or two of snow here down in Charlotte, too. We, we have more than like that. the same storm, I think. Yeah, well, we have a few inches over here, but okay. it's okay. Uh, it is what it is. Thankfully, we don't have to go anywhere. We got some food and supplies. Perfect night to talk about some good news or bad news. I think this will be a little bit of bad news, sad news. <laughs> so not, not not good news. Um, so so the news is that the arena button is broken. They've confirmed it. Uh, I'm glad they confirmed it, so we can kind of move on with our lives. Um, so what what happens is Tian Ding is uh, who we all knew left uh, Blizzard. He's a developer at Blizzard in charge of um, like making uh, uh, MMR systems and other kinds of numbery stuff that goes on um, to rank people, to balance the game, matchmaking. He, he does all that. And uh, he got poached by Second Dinner, which is Ben Bro's com- uh, company. So uh, after he left, apparently, nobody knows how to use the button because the button was not actually as automatic as they had told us. Or at least it hadn't been for a very long time. Like, we're talking years. Um, this is the way that... Ixar described it because the information that we learned was actually from Ixar during one of his AMAs. So before I say anything else, I will just say, once again, these AMAs are super great. They're cool. Uh, And they are the information that the community has been craving. This is the inside look that not just the arena community needs, but I think the Hearthstone community needs. And it's fantastic that Ixar is doing these because I think he is on paternal leave right now. So very, very glad that this is happening. Uh, here's the way that he describes it. He says, Tien was awesome. He came up with a cool math slash programming based solution that required some manual effort, but he was capable of doing it in parentheses, micro adjust. So it really was this manual, you know, this isn't the micro adjust that was promised originally as in because of whatever system they were implementing, they were able to quickly and with a lot of flexibility to just adjust on the spot. This turned out to be a system that one person worked on and one person understood and through their manual effort, because it wasn't even something that they ended up automating, through their manual effort, we were able to get micro adjust. And that also makes sense because if we looked at micro adjusts, we were like, man, they take a while. Um, yeah. So it makes mm. sense that once we hear this, I'm, I'm glad that we heard this as well. I'm glad that we know it now. But it is also kind of disappointing to be like, oh, okay. So that means micro adjusts for now, Blizzard just doesn't have the capabilities because they can't even slot someone else in. Because this was a system that only one person understood. So um, that's just not a good way to run your game development team or any other business in life. Um, 
understandable if you have like three employees. Less understandable if you have, I don't know how big the Hearthstone team now is, like 100, like definitely over 50. Uh, at some point, you got to get some backups or when the person leaves, there's a two-week notice and then they have to like at least teach someone how to do this stuff. Um, you know, it's not like, at least from as far as we know, it's not like getting left on like bad terms or anything. Um, so <laughs> there was no handover of at least this part of what he was working on. Uh, and so this is just totally done. Um, so now what XR says is they're trying to figure out whether they want to get someone to, you know, figure out the system and then be able to do it or update the system or whatever, or just do something totally different. Um, and they're in the decision-making process for that, which means it's going to take a while for them to make that decision. And then it's going to take a while for the person to learn that. And then they're going to do some more testing or whatever before they actually push it. Or they're going to come up with a new system, which will take even longer. Um, at a bare minimum, it will be after the core set. That's my expectation. Uh, after the core set change of the next expansion. So we're just not going to have any kind of offering rate adjustments for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and if we do... <clears throat> Whatever changes we have, balance changes, we have to expect that they will be slower and different than what we had before. Now, they'll, Ixar, they'll be by hand. They'll be like bans, right? Like they still right. ban Abominable Lieutenant. They can ban cards. That has nothing to do with an you know algorithm or like a way to figure out like how to reduce offering rates of cards. You just ban the card. So they do have levers they can pull, but they're kind of less ideal than the button, like how the button used to work, as flawed as it was. Yep. So now that we know that, um, Ixar followed it up. Actually, in a reply to Dreads, Dreads expressed his sadness. Uh, and Ixar basically said that the good news or the sort of bright side to all of this is that there will be a team reorganization. We've actually heard of this mm -hmm. team organization for a while. And after the team organization, there will be, quote, better clarity around who owns Arena, which meant there was not much clarity before. And that makes a lot of sense. We knew that. We knew that. But it's also <laughs> good. There was less it's than good one to know that doing arena there will be individuals who are specifically pegged to work on update, whatever, balance Arena. And... Ixar says that, like, uh, you know, this was necessary and that they will be in a better place after that. And I agree, because let's say that uh, Tian stayed, kept on doing what he was doing. Let's face it, I don't think the arena community was, like, happy, you know, amazingly yeah. content with the speed of micro-adjust and also just a lot of the micro-adjust you know, kind of, you know, effects Yeah, I mean, sometimes. the micro adjust is better than nothing. It's better than just ban. Right. But it was not good. There's got to be a better way that is not that hard to come up with. Now, I say this without knowing the spaghetti code that is Hearthstone. But if this were a normal game, there would definitely be much better mathematical ways to figure out how to adjust things based purely on win rate of cards and, and data. Yeah. So, look... We're going to go through a rough period, but this rough period always had to happen. Because even if Tien stayed, I don't think Blizzard would look at the situation and be like, oh, we want to keep this forever. It's not elegant for them. 
the community doesn't like it as well because we have been complaining for years that these micro adjusts are number one, not micro. Number two, there's just weird rules in there that if someone like Taro will dig up and be like, wait, why are these three legendaries appearing like more often than others? Like, is this intentional? Is this a mistake? We have no idea. But through a huge amount of sample size, like this card, it's like an exception to the whatever like epic adjust it's because it was done by hand and whatever everything's done by hand yeah um (laughs) stuff just gets left out intentionally or unintentionally we have no idea but yes we understand it is by hand now and there was no way that blizzard would have wanted to continue this anyway so Mm. whether or not tn stayed this was always going to happen it's just unfortunate because if Tien did stay, we probably would get some more micro adjusts and the transition would have been smoother. I think we just have to be prepared for a period of time in which you do not get the adjustments that you may want. And it's just going to be like that. Because what if you read into what XR is saying, the team reorganization hasn't happened yet. They don't know who is responsible for Arena yet. So that process still has to play out. And then once that happens, then they will decide what to do with Arena. So this could be a long winter for Arena for a while. This will be a long winter for Arena. Uh, Nothing's going to happen for a a number of months. Not, Not a month, not two months. Like Developers don't just do stuff overnight, especially when they don't know that they have stuff to do. And nobody wants to touch Arena, I'm assuming. Um, so, like, someone's going to end up getting stuck with Arena, uh, probably multiple people, uh, that will be less than pleased with the situation, um, and, you know, hopefully they'll still work hard at coming up with a solution and all that, but it's just, it's not a, it's not a good place, right? Because they never hire for people who are interested in Arena, and there's no, like, future in the Arena that they planned yet, so... Like, imagine you're working on the dev team and you get, you know, you draw the short straw and you're like working on Arena. You're like, okay, well, if I do all this stuff with Arena, are we going to start promoting the game mode? Are we going to start, you know, doing stuff to get people interested in it? Or how about I just, you know, design another game mode that's not Arena that could become big? Like, I want to do something, right? I don't want to be upkeeping this, you know, game mode that's not really exactly gaining players and is a tiny portion of the player base to begin with and has all these problems. And it's just, you know, no one in the history of the, what, eight years of Hearthstone has been able to do an even remotely adequate job with it. Like, this seems like a terrible assignment. Uh, So that person or persons will, I assume, come up with the simplest system possible. I'm just going by what I would do as a dev or, you know, just being a human being about it. With the simplest system about it to keep Arena afloat for a bit. It's probably going to be something even simpler than the button. Um, and it'll work probably roughly as good as the button. And they will dedicate an amount of time to do that while a whole new idea gets implemented that will actually have some kind of carrot effect for the developer. Um, I don't know what that is, but we're basically looking at what I assume to be the end of Arena as we know it, which was always in the plans uh, for the last uh, year, probably. Um... And it's going to happen now over the course of the next year. And whatever replaces Arena will hopefully be a limited format without constructed elements that gets actual attention from Blizzard. Um, So it will be many months before this happens. Many months. 
I'm saying earliest the next expansion. That doesn't mean I think it'll happen the next expansion. It means it is. I think it's actually impossible to happen before the next expansion slash corset, like, you know, uh, changeover era. I think the corset, I forget what happened last time. The corset may change like three weeks before the expansion launches or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but around that period would be the absolute earliest. Like if they are just on top of their stuff. Um, what I actually expect is that nothing will actually get done until the end of the summer. And that, we're, you know, they're just going to release expansions. Uh, you know, Arena will get new cards because of that. They'll keep doing um, rotations, which will change up the meta. They'll ban cards if they need to. Um, and and that's that's probably about it. I think so. If you guys have been following Twitter and following people like Ixar and Korra, there was also a back and forth between Ixar and Korra. A little bit joking, but also not joking about doing a cube draft for arena and they were just throwing out these bigger ideas as well now i have no idea if that is serious if that has been thought about in any serious way and if you guys don't know uh their idea of a quote cube draft is basically just uh it, it would be like a new core set for arena that they just pick you you are able to pick a set of cards in order to draft from uh, that that's the whole idea there so um, we would be able to from the community because that's what they were talking about a community curated uh, cube draft or basically core set of which to draft so I think that Blizzard is also throwing around an idea because we've heard whispers of this just a complete revamp of arena I would like to see that at this point, to be honest, because unless they are throwing new features at Arena or a, an, a complete new system in there as well, like you have to add a lot more. Uh, I think the biggest thing, like the two, <laughs> the two biggest things in which, in my opinion, they should have added years ago and I think could have really saved Arena. Number one, spectating drafts. Number two, an in-game tournament system. I think the in-game tournament system, whenever you put that in into any sort of mode, you just get community involvement. I mean, think about it this way. First of all, if you have uh, draft spectating, I think the general public, all the Timmies and all the serious people, it's just more fun. If you get an in-game tournament system, uh, you are actually able to run community tournaments. I mean... I'm, you know, just thinking about the arena streamers, I think we would have seen quite a few, whether friendly arena kind of like matches, uh, like way back when, right? And even now, like I would join some if if Dreads did one. Um, and in previous years, you know, when we were bigger streaming, when we had more money coming in as well, we would have like sponsored one as well. Money. Yeah, we, we would have like sponsored one as well. Um, if we had the capabilities, the problem is you could just never do it. Uh, if you remember way, way back when we tried it and there were like all these weird ways, right? Like, what, do you queue up against the field like in Twitch Rivals? Well, there was always problems there. Uh, do you, you know, if you want to face each other, 
uh, then you can't draft more than two of a card. And then if you remember, there was a really, really old one. And in which uh, I think it was Hafu who participated and she like forgot. So then she had to put in like, uh, uh, what was it? A Wisp in her deck instead. Oh, and it yeah. just warps the draft. There's just no good ways to do it. So look, if you're not going to do that kind of stuff, even in a perfect micro-adjust world... I would be like, you know, I'm totally in favor of a limited, a new limited game mode that inv- that does involve drafting in some way. Because I think we all want to draft. We all want to draft, but like, obviously that's not duels, right? Duels is just so much closer to constructed. And it's kind of funny how Blizzard talked more about arena in the advertisement for duels rather than constructed, but it's it's well, constructed. Well, they didn't want to poach constructed players. They wanted to poach arena players. All fo- There's dozens yeah. of us. Yeah, exactly. They There's dozens like, of okay, us. Stop playing arena already. Go play duels. We're going to spend a lot of time, effort. Big duels update coming up um, in a, a week or so. Um, it's all like that's what they were trying to do. And, you know, duels fail, so... Even if all the arena people hopped on board, that wouldn't have changed much. Uh, but, um, yeah, like, that's that's the direction. That's the whole direction of the team from, like, I don't know, maybe not the very start, but at least from, like, two years in has just kind of been, hey, let's, let's deal with arena, not, like, let's help make arena great. Yep. So, look... Uh... I'm all in favor of that, but if they are to go in that direction, I think what would happen is we are in for a long wait. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping, and the reason I'm saying all of this is I'm hoping that Blizzard, if you are planning on a big shift, if you are planning on a big thing, you don't have to let us know, and by us I mean the community, but it would go a long way in, like, I'm willing to wait for a limited mode. I'm willing to see. wait uh, for this big project just to see it. Uh, but if we're going to go months and maybe, like, a year, three quarters of a year at least, see, you they know. They can't do that. They can't, I mean, they can do it. They can they do really it. really shouldn't do it. They need that interim system that's like uh, uh, the the button, right, even if it's manual. They need something in the interim it's just to balance arena so people can play it until they implement this big idea. Like, even if they are just implementing a big idea, they really shouldn't just leave it alone because it's like this meta isn't even the most terrible meta where they don't push the button by a long shot. The meta's okay. Be, yeah. There will be the most terrible meta because, you know, like they're going to release cars, they're going to do weird rotations. They don't know what's going to happen with any of that. The button is what kept all this design stuff in check or like all this lack of design stuff in check so without even that right now like it's just it's not fun to play arena when there's a 56.4 percent win rate class in the arena um and this is not even counting what's going on with the power creep uh, just generally even if the win rates are balanced but what what happens with that becomes 60 percent inevitably in one of the uh, rotations that they do or one of the new sets that comes out or maybe even a mini set with some ridiculous cards who knows right like they can ban those cards but they haven't banned any class cards so it, it, it's going to happen 
and they need a system. And if they have a system, and if they realize they need a system for the inevitability of that happening, and I say inevitability, not like, oh, maybe a year from now. I say inevitability, like, within the next three times you change what cards go in the arena in some way. Um, then you might as well just have the system and start planning for it immediately. And then take, like, half a year, a whole year to design the system that, you know, works and is fun and to whatever, you know, Hearthstone standard it is. And then properly promote that as the arena replacement. Like, get old players to come back. Say, hey, remember all these cards that you used to love? Here are some new cards and stuff. Let's do a box. Like, they could do a promotion around it. Like, I don't know if they call it a box or not a box. Part of box it involves, I don't know, in my mind, box involves bringing what cards that, you know, you want in. So if they're not going to have that kind of element and they're just kind of selecting the cards, they could call whatever. But I think it'll draw a decent amount of people back in and a decent amount of existing Hearthstone players, whether they are constructed players or, you know, like wild players, uh, standard players, the, the, the two duels players still remaining, uh, they'll, they, they, they'll check it out as well. Um, and you get the incentive structure right, like it could be a thing. And it'll be a low upkeep thing. One of Blizzard's problems that they're doing is, I don't know if they're doing this consciously or not, or maybe they just have this like endless budget at Team 5 and they're figuring out how to use it, is that they keep creating these modes now that require a ton of upkeep. Battlegrounds requires a ton of upkeep, and that's the game mode that they introduce that requires the least amount of upkeep to remain fun. Duels requires even more upkeep. Mercenary requires... I don't know if it's more upkeep than duels, but... Also a lot of upkeep, more than Battlegrounds, if they want to like make it good at least. Uh, probably more than duels because there's a whole PvE mode that they have to keep generating content for as well. Like These are all uh, areas of Hearthstone that require giant teams to be able to make fun and to keep people interested. They're like each its own game pretty much. Um, Arena's not like that. And that's a benefit of Arena. A, a box mode shouldn't be like that either. And that should be a benefit of the box mode. You should need, like, maybe one dev, at most two devs, working on this new game mode after it launches. Like, you know, leading up to it, you probably need a lot more to figure stuff out and really think it through and to test it and to, you know, whatever. Uh, get different perspectives. But after it launches, the upkeep for whatever new limited game mode they come up with should require very little resources. And that should be a goal. Because that is one of the best aspects of the limited format. Not everybody wants a game mode that gets updated all the frickin' time, and you never really know what's going on with it. Yes, if you are playing Hearthstone, like, 10 hours a day, you would appreciate that pace. But they know that most of their players do not play 10 hours a day of Hearthstone. So, many of those players just want updates now and then. They want something that's replayable on their own terms, and they don't want to have to relearn everything all the time. Like, that's why, like, uh, the, I'm not even a huge fan of rotations in Arena. Because I have to relearn Arena every, like, two months. And that's every two months. Which is, honestly, not a, not a particularly quick pace. But I'm part of the people that likes to learn something and be able to be good at that. And then have little shifts. So, like, adding expansions, for example. Not, like... I don't know, whatever they're... Like, even Battlegrounds moves too fast for me. And Battlegrounds, honestly, doesn't move that fast. And I, I'm guessing I'm hardly alone. 
Like, I probably play Hearthstone more than most of their casual players. Do you, do you play outside of streaming? Uh, Mercenaries. Right, but not Arena. <coughs> I play, I mean, do I play Arena when I'm streaming? I don't know. That would require me to watch you. <laughs> that would require me to stream. Yeah, both of those um, things. So I have no idea. Uh, so yeah, I don't really, uh, like it's, it's, it's not like a me thing. It's, uh, I'm, I'm one of the people that plays more Hearthstone. I do play Arena outside of streams, like not often. Um, but I'll probably do like, from this expansion, I've probably done like three Arena runs off stream, which honestly is probably like a quarter of the Arena runs I've played outside of the Arena Coop, uh, because I've been sick for most of, uh, this expansion. Um, but, uh, but yeah. Like, I don't think I'm an outlier on the amount of time that I spend in the arena or on how often I appreciate, like, the game I'm playing to change. This, like, Hearthstone isn't the main game for most people. I don't know about the listener. I feel like most of our listeners don't even play Hearthstone anymore. Uh, but if uh, the ones that do, it's still probably, like, I think it's a minority that it's still their main game. They may have been their main game for the first couple years that they were, like, playing this game. And that's a long time to play a game for your main game. But... A lot of people just, like, come back, like, every few months or every year or two. We get people in the stream all the time that's like, hey, I used to watch you guys five years ago. How you been? Uh, how's, how's Hearthstone now? I'm getting back into it. Like, what should I do? Like, that happens all the time because Hearthstone's built up a brand and a, a bunch of customers and a bunch of historical customers who have good experiences and are willing to come back. Uh, but part of that is to lower the barrier for them to coming back but the other part is to make this game not change on you all the freaking time or at least have a game mode or two that doesn't change on you all the freaking time um and right now at least for the limited formats uh it's arena arena is the one that changes the least it changes every two months and so if you're gonna build a new game mode that is faithful to this kind of pacing and this type of player, um, even if you want to expand it, because expanding into casuals should be even slower pace, right? Not faster pace uh, of changes. You, you really want to look at the advantages of that, which is that you don't need to dedicate that many resources after launch. Like, I don't know. I think Blizzard keeps biting off more than it can chew. And this is a good time to introduce a new game mode, right? But also make sure that they are biting off way less than they can chew. So they can divert the resources into supporting the stuff that they've already bitten off. Like, Mercs players are not happy. They're very upset. Duels players have been upset for a while. Uh, Battlegrounds players are okay now, but getting a little antsy. But they're, they, they're continuing to dedicate a good amount of resources to Battlegrounds. Unlike the other two that I'm talking about. Um, at least nothing visible. I'm sure they're working on Mercs like crazy behind the scenes. Uh, so... It's, it, it's good. It, it is good management strategy, Blizzard, to add something that does not take a crap ton of your dev time after it gets running. Alright. So at the end of the day, we'll see what they do with the arena. Because with the exception of just adding in the cards for the expansions, I think Blizzard knows that they have to do something. Because we joke that arena is dead. But there are definitely still some people playing, and it's not dead. You gotta make them happy, or at least it's not mad off. somehow. So look, yes, it is popping off. 
I think the next couple months will be very interesting, as in I'm curious to see what, if anything, happens. Uh, oh, and I okay. hope I'm that... like, not interesting for us. We're going to hear nothing for the well, next yeah. couple months. And I, I hope that Ixar just keeps sharing information. And mm-hmm. also, I hope that we learn very soon who is responsible for Arena. Because this uh, will be part of the new kind of transparency efforts, I believe. And I just hope that they keep sharing information. Especially information that I don't think, like would hurt them in some way just to know who's kind of like in charge and anyways uh yep th- there's the news for the week arena wise <laughs> no content update we just have uh, an understanding now of exactly why the adjustments have been slow and have not been happening recently it's because they're gone the adjustments went to second dinner along with like everybody else who leaves team five mm-hmm People like Ben Brode. They like working for Ben Brode. Well, you know, Ben Brode, uh, he's been working out. If you looked at his Twitter, he, he got jacked. Good, good for Ben Brode. Good for Ben Brode. You know, just another thing. Ben Brode is, he's crushing it. He's killing it, you know? Um, all right. So that's that's the uh, arena update. Um, if you're playing the arena now, like, keep playing. This is the meta. It's not going to change until the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the mini set comes out. I don't know when the mini set's coming out. They never announce those things, and they don't do card reveals. And they just kind of like dump it at you. They're like, "By the way, tomorrow the mini set's coming out. Here's 60 cards that we worked really hard on that will impact the total meta and you know everything. And uh, we're gonna give you no time to prepare for it and generate no hype from it. And it'll be as if we never did it. <laughs> but I expect that to come out. You know, maybe in a few weeks or something. Until then." Arena is what it is right now. Demon Hunters are going to dominate. I don't know. Get your Demon Hunter wins in. Uh, I plan to play Demon Hunter whenever I get offered it. Uh, I still need to get my Golden Border for Demon Hunter. So let's uh, (laughs) let's slowly work on that. All right. That's the Arena news. Uh, Let's talk about BGs for a second. Um, And the big news in BGs is that there actually will be uh, a patch along with updates on the 25th uh, there will be a patch and they basically said that there will be bg changes there will be duels changes and more i don't know if arena is in the and more but if you play bgs i think you'll be very happy and before then uh a lot of content creators will be having streams kind of sponsored or you know i i guess like backed up by blizzard you can check this out by just there's too many to name but there's a lot of the the usual suspects and they will be releasing information about bgs i think maybe they'll be releasing cards some of them i think might be showing off new mechanics if you look at the tweet by blizzard uh, they were using this like buddy slash duo word and phrase a lot. So I don't know if it's a new mechanic. I don't know if it's a new. So I, I, I'm not going to guess because it's pretty close. I don't need to guess. We'll just see what it is. But if you guys are interested, you can check out those creator sponsored Blizzard streams or you could just wait until the 25th when we get a new patch. But we now know when the patch will be. I think people will be very happy. Everyone was hoping for it to be this past week. It didn't happen. 
Blizzard uh, or someone from Blizzard. It's also not happening next week. It's not happening next week either. They tweeted this week. They're like, okay, the patch is soon. Maybe not as soon as some of you guys are hoping for. And that's whatever. It's, it's on the 25th. They announced the date of the patch. Yeah. It's um, fine. Uh, it, it is what it is. At, at least, <laughs> at least BGs is getting an update. You can't say mm-hmm. that for every. And it'll be an exciting mode. next week because of all the the reveals and stuff. They're gonna. It seems like they're gonna not do it all in one day or anything, but like go little by little and trip the information to us. Um, so you know, if you're a player of anything besides Arena, I would expect uh, some news. I'm excited for the Mercs news. Hopefully, they'll like. I doubt on the 25th anything big will change. Uh, it'll just be like a normal update that they drop, but hopefully they'll announce what's coming up next because right now I think mercenary players are all a little anxious by this point. It's getting to the end of January of what's actually expected to happen in 2022 for mercenaries because they announced just very vague stuff like two months ago. So hopefully now they have a better idea of what they want to do with the game mode based on feedback from the community and what they've you know already been doing for the, the last little bit. So I'm excited about that potential announcement. But if you guys are getting your hopes up for something to actually happen to mercenaries uh, besides you know new uh, new PVE content um, and new mercs, I, I, I wouldn't hold my breath. Like, maybe some balance adjustments, but nothing that'll make the game like, oh my god, so much better. Like, there's no way they're like... Fixing the speed issues that, that's not happening uh, this this patch, I don't think. Yep. Uh, in other BG news, Slissa this week had a big invitational tournament with qualifiers as well. So it was many days of invitational qualifiers, and then there was also a huge qualifier from the community as in a stacked field. I don't know how many people there were, there were like 200 yet. If any of you guys know, you can tell me just a huge undertaking by Slissa because she could have just had a tournament with eight invited people, let them duke it out. It would have been fun. I think everybody would have enjoyed it, participants and viewers, but she decided to do a big invitational as in three days of invitational for streamers one day for the general community and then they all got together as in the top two from each day got together for one final day which was earlier today in order to battle in the finals which is just super cool and it just goes to show like i was saying before when the community is empowered to have these tools they do stuff with it they create content they create hype and really good players flock towards it you had the best people playing in this tournament and the production from what i saw was absolutely fantastic i obviously didn't see the everything every hour of everything but Slissa was co-casting with people like nicolina today was educated collins and of course whenever you have two uh, community people who know the game at the highest levels like Slissa and Collins do it just makes it really cool whenever you have them commentating on a tournament that has uh, an epically stacked roster it's amazing you had Sun Glitters, uh, Dami Dema, Koyomi, Yuhen Lee, WTY Bill, XQN, Sapphire, and Wu Legend those were the participants and anybody could have won because these are all great players. However, 
Today was won by Sun Glitters, so congrats to Sun. I'm not going to say it was because she has the most Light Forge appearances out of all <laughs> eight participants, but she does. So is it a coincidence? Is it the direct cause? It's a direct cause. I'm just, I'm just going to go out and say it. So congrats to Sun Glitters. Uh, really well-run tournament. This is just a good example of why BGs is so successful and what we should see more of in the future. For example, if you look at Slissa's Twitter, she's already talking about like, oh, should I do more of these? Should I make this a quarterly thing? Which mm -hmm. would be awesome. I mean, every single quarter you have these people duking it out, just the top players playing uh, and then getting really good commentating uh, from people like Collins, uh, Slissa, I think Nina also commentated as well. It's just really good and probably, you know, honestly better than a lot of the professional events that we've seen throughout the year. So this is cool. This is exactly what happens when the community has these tools. I'm just going to say it one more time. I wish we had this for Arena years ago because we would have seen this stuff and I think we would have kept a lot of player interest as well. Like you could have had uh, a lot of arena streamers back then, years and years ago. Like I'm sure Hafu would have run her own arena tournament. I'm sure we would have done the same thing as well. Or we would have had like friendly competitions or made it like a weekly thing just among some streamers. Alas, it did we not did. happen. Like back in the day, like Ratsma, uh, 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 I, and I think Collins, um, like did did that. Like we we did we did a like a three person tournament because we wanted to in the arena, <laughs> just just because. And there was no tools for it or anything. Like mm -hmm. people people are going to do it. You just have to make it not ridiculously difficult. So, so look, I mean. This is something, something to consider for the new thing that they're building in Arena or the expansion of Arena or whatever they're thinking about. This was an incredibly well-run tournament by Slissa and the entire team, mostly just because of how many people were involved. Uh, so I'm, I want to thank uh, the entire team, like the entire Slissa team. I don't know who's on the team, but I know that it involves a lot of people. So we got to make sure we thank the, uh, the entire group of people who made it possible. And I'm looking forward to more because we have seen a lot of BG community tournaments. This is the latest one. And you can see that it is just really polished by now. People know how to run these things. Uh, and it, it's not just like luck. It's piggybacking off of the other events, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. And also just a lot of effort and love for the game you don't do this because you're like oh i have you know nothing better to do or this is easy it's not easy so super cool um wish we had it for other game modes but we don't and this is uh just part of why i think people are really drawn to bgs right now everybody wants to face the best and there are so many options to uh, face the best people right now, whether it's just on ladder when you are playing against them naturally, or there's these tournaments. And then if you think you can go up against Sun Glitters, if you can go up against 
whoever the winner of the next one is, you know, try to take their crown, you you can try. There's qualifiers, right? Like you you also get your shot. So look out for that. Congratulations to, to the entire team, uh, the Slissa team for doing it. Great job to all of the commentators. Congrats to Sun. Congrats to all the participants. And go BGs. All right. The, the game mode that's actually popping off. Mm. Okay, question from the GOAT. We talked about this last time uh, after the Lightforge podcast, but some people may not have heard. What What is the TV show or the Netflix show or the streaming show that you've been watching uh, recently that you would recommend to people? Oh, wait, didn't we answer this? Yeah, not on the not on the Lightforge podcast, I don't oh. think. Oh, well, for me, look, I haven't watched anything new recently. It's still Singles Inferno. That show is... Uh, it's trash, but it's like uh, just the, the the newest evolution of trash TV. And if you guys haven't seen it, it is a Korean reality dating show, whatever you want to call it. It's it's basically a mixture. It's a halfway point between Too Hot to Handle and Terrace House. So I love it. If you guys know me, you guys know I love trash reality TV. It was just fun. It was a well-done version of that kind of show. Now, if you t- tell me, it's like, oh, Murps, I hate those sorts of shows. I don't like any of those reality dating kind of shows. Okay, stay away. Like, this won't make you like it. But if you have any inclination towards trashy shows, you you should like this one. Mm-hmm. I second that. It's an excellent show for anybody who has watched dating or reality shows and enjoyed those. Um, also, I'm just I just really like all the like interest that the general public now has in like Korea, uh, like in Korean produced uh, just entertainment because it's been at a very high level for uh, for a while now, and uh, it's just really interesting seeing it like win Oscars and like you know the top ten in Netflix in the U.S. and stuff like that. Yep. Um, okay, that's it from us. We're gonna keep this one short. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, with uh, more Lightforge podcasts. Until then, this is Adwita. This is Murps. Bye. Enjoying the Light Forge? For the full rundown on Hearthstone Arena draft strategy, card review, and arena gameplay, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or twitch.tv at ADWCTA. Support the podcast by sharing us with your friends and family, or become a patron at patreon.com slash grinning goat. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next week.